Welcome to the Play, Learn, Play podcast. There's a quote attributed to Einstein that says, if you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. I'm Jodi. I'm Anu. And today we're talking about the role of storytelling in nurturing curiosity and creative thinking with Meera Latkar Nimlekar. Hey, Meera. Hello. Hi, Anup. Hi, Jyoti. Hi. So Anup and I are co-founders of Notabot. We believe in the human exploratory and hands-on way of learning. We make games that translate concepts into immersive game experiences. And we believe in embracing engaging methods of learning in every aspect of life. Mira, our guest today, is an artist and a storyteller. She creates content that engages kids through the medium of storytelling, as well as doodling. I love that part. <laughs> we, we discuss her insights about this medium and want to learn more about the ways in which it makes learning joyful, Mira. So would you like to share a little bit more about your passion and the ways in which this translates to work? Of course, of course. And uh, thank you for the wonderful introduction. And yes, doodling is also my favorite part <laughs> and also something I, I do without even thinking uh, too much about it. Um, so yes, and I think uh, uh, the topic for discussion storytelling today also is um, right down my alley and it's something I've been doing for so long. Uh, and now that I look back as yeah. an adult, as a kid, I know that uh, story time with my grandma used to be uh, the most favorite thing that I would do, you know, like I when I'd go to my grandma's place only during summer vacations, I would wait for um, bedtime, <laughs> unlike a lot of kids, because uh, my grandmom, Ai, as I call her, she used to tell all her grandkids a story. And uh, in India, of course, it's very common. There are a couple of folk tales that are passed down through generations. She, she didn't ever have a book that she read off of. It was all in her memory. And every time she told the story to a new uh, cousin that was added mm -hmm. on to our uh, uh, band of cousins already, she, she'd repeat stories, of course. And it would be just the same. Not a lot of things changed, you know. And uh, I think, she heard it from her mom, her grandmom, and I think now looking back as an adult and also as a professional who does tell stories to kids, um, I think it, at the end of the day, taught us very valuable lessons. And uh, whoever thought of telling kids stories, I think somewhere in the back of their mind, uh, they had an intention of delivering a life lesson or uh, a message to younger kids who have very um, short attention spans. You know, they they are still learning. They're absorbing the world. So they're, uh, they look at things very differently. Whereas as adults, we have a little more experience behind uh, every little detail. So we want to sort of warn kids. You want to uh, quickly add to their pool of experiences also for kids, but they're not always ready to listen. So stories are, I think it's like a shortcut that uh, adults found to explain to kids certain uh, fundamentals and to also kind of uh, give them certain experiences, 
harsh experiences also sometimes that they don't have to go through but through the characters that are in the story they kind of live that experience and learn from it so i think in a way stories uh, play such an important part in um teaching and of course um you know one might think that there are there aren't a lot of stories in the curriculums today but there are because we don't think about it too much uh, the, the curriculum today still has a lot of poems it has a lot of stories but unfortunately it's only restricted to um language subjects say uh, uh, here in india hindi or marathi in maharashtra english the language subjects are the syllabus is full of stories full of essays full of passages so i mm. think there's a lot of indirect learning that comes uh, indirect learning about life that comes through these uh, beautiful stories that are written by world renowned authors hmm that's a really good points um i i had a thought in the middle there where when you said that some of the sometimes the stories are meant to even scare the kids from uh, or or like um discourage from some actions as a life lesson too so so frozen has this amazing dialogue where hmm. elsa wonders um and asks anna why do all these um children's stories have to end and have to have something bad happen in them <laughs> because yeah. that that's very mm. intentional because um and and absolutely and, and the the amazing thing is that the power the stories have hold the power with just word and voice mm. to not just scare you from those things but um but also to inspire you um onto something else motivate you in so many ways give give like a voice to the kids own thoughts um and, and so much more and also voice yeah. parents thoughts <laughs> true yeah exactly directly tell that directly say that uh well don't do this it's it's not good but if you say the same thing through a story it it comes across um you know in a in a much more um externalized less directly rebel inducing yeah. <laughs> yeah. more acceptable way <laughs> yeah yeah so yes, there's one thing and, mm-hmm. go ahead no and i was just saying uh, i i thought of uh, red riding hood and there's one thing to tell the little red riding hood that hey, you know don't just leave the house and don't just wander uh, around on different pathways just go directly to your grandma's place okay there are dangers on the way instead of just telling little red riding hood that there's a whole story about what might happen if you wander off or if you uh, trust strangers you know so i guess that, that that kind of the experience that red riding hood had in that story with the wolves and all the ups and downs that she went through uh, i think a kid would remember that and be afraid and just by that experience through red riding hood will probably not wander off and go straight to grandma's house you know and deliver the strawberry so and even in going straight to grandma's house the kid will have experienced that whole uh, and story and kept engaged on on that path while imagining what the story told um and and hence maybe even feel no need to wander off anymore because the, <laughs> the story is filling up their heads we see this all the time with our daughter where 
the yeah. most, most mundane of things will get filled up with um if you fill her mind with some story and the most mundane thing becomes the most exciting thing for her yeah and that's another device that storytelling offers imagination and it is it is wonderful it is literally like a magic you know um you can think of something and y- you can make the listener experience it and now with of course the progress with technology and uh, the kind of beautiful visuals that animation can produce today uh, mm-hmm. i think it that storytelling which started off from you know grandma's tales have now come on to the screen and we're watching uh, game of thrones for example we're watching frozen like you mentioned and we're seeing all the sparkles instead of just having them imagined in our heads that's so true that's true and i think we consistently see that stories bring kids into a thinking uh, yet conversational mood they they change this whole environment from one way instruction to a two way exploration between us and them you mean um, even in a, a learning session for example even in a, in in a classroom full of students it it could serve the same purpose uh, the stories like we conduct cl- those classes and the stories bring out yeah. this, this thinking yet conversational mood hmm that's correct and yes. but but still i i um sometimes wonder um storytelling doesn't get used in schools as a, a mainstream medium for learning even though it is such a powerful medium for expressing uh ideas uh, sh- uh explaining concepts even even having a deeper impact because they engage you so much that you remember for long what do you think about this do you think explaining complex concepts is harder uh, through stories um i i i think uh, storytelling definitely like i said is a great vehicle to uh, teach um, the learner something you know i and i say learner because it it needn't always be a child it can always also be an adult as well you know because it's a vehicle that is used uh to make things palatable to for better understanding and learning and uh, of course um the soft skills uh whether it be manners or uh, just how the world works or emotions certain things about language those are uh, uh, uh spaces where storytelling is used the most uh, without directly saying that oh hey you know today we will learn about manners you you watch say an episode of uh, a good tune or say you listen to a story or you read a story and you at the end of the story you've learned a lesson without uh, really knowing in the beginning that this is what you're going to learn uh, with other subjects it, it it gets a little complicated uh, because forming those kind of stories tailor making those kind of stories to deliver uh, certain specific lessons in say physics or math um or chemistry they might be complicated but i believe that it's not impossible and a lot of curriculums have tried even today uh, in math you have word problems right um word problems are short stories if you think about it uh, a man went to true. a vegetable vendor and he wanted to buy 40 kgs of uh tomatoes 
you know so th- this is a story that's what he's doing and then he's faced with a problem and how that problem can be solved is through math and what kind of math what formula do you use so again it's a vehicle a story again works as a vehicle to uh, help you understand how this problem can be solved in math uh, similarly in chemistry you you know there are curriculums that try to uh, explain certain um, elements and make you understand how they come together uh, how certain atoms work um, even when you learn about uh, i'm a science student myself so the way i learned about atoms and elements was uh, i mean the way they teach you is also in in uh, in the form of a story you don't think about it like that but it's a story it's a story about an atom and this is how it looks and this is how it exists and this is what it does and uh, this is how there are different kind of atoms if you sort of uh, compare that to any story it, it's probably you know like in lord of the rings you would say hey this is frodo this is where he comes from these are his friends and this is the journey he is on this is his purpose in life so uh, if you kind of uh, find ways Mm, to deliver very complicated uh, theories or uh, lessons say in math or any other subject or in life uh, i think um, stories will be a really good solution to achieve that of course the kind of skill that it require to tailor those stories will be very different yeah. but it it's it's surely possible it's yeah i i agree with that and i think it's just not been done enough um that's uh, yeah that's why it's um, not not getting um enough space in the curriculum even why is that yeah. so why is it not getting done enough is it just harder to do is it just just a hard thing to to um express um things complex science concepts in terms of a story for uh, uh, a class teacher or why is it like this it is it is storytelling is is tough and also it is tough because we are not given the uh, skill set and the tools naturally like everyone doesn't learn about building stories in school that's true it's something you develop only if you go out uh looking for it like for me I, I, nobody taught me how to tell a story in school uh and the way my curriculum was even in the language english we, I, there was of course a lot of reading material and introduction to beautiful artists authors um, but i don't think i ever really wrote a story or was taught how to write a story that is something i learned in film school but that's because i chose to do a certain specialization in life and there are very few people who uh, do go out and study film study storytelling study writing and like any other profession it it does have its uh, basics it has certain rules that you follow um there are certain uh, story tropes that are common writers writers know about this that they use um, certain kind of stories you tell for the different kind of audiences like right now i work uh, with kids mostly and we we tell stories to kids from the age group of 1 or even younger to about 14 years of age until they hit their teens 
and even within that age group there are different sections where certain kind of stories are palatable for a certain age group so um, again structuring stories tailoring stories is an art is a skill that you learn uh, through experience and of course through uh, gaining the knowledge and because there are so few people who do that i think uh, for stories to come into education which is slightly nuanced and tough to do that hasn't happened so commonly hmm. i th- i think i think you hit the nail right on the head the the core crux of the problem is that storytelling is uh, just not recognized as a skill to be taught to a kid or even even be introduced as a skill to a kid it's just um despite being so super useful in so many different fields um it's just unrecognized as a hard skill set yeah yeah that's true so so um, if you think of like film school is one basic area well one one core area where that will be useful but think of any given field um writing a technical blog um you will be running through a story in that blog to make it engaging going through um a, a stand up comedian is all about storytelling um exactly um a, a book author uh, is a, is a the, the most well known storyteller in any a, a teacher performing in front of their students must be a storyteller in order to be able to convey what they're trying to convey to, to the students in the most meaningful effective memorable way and it just doesn't get um brought up enough as 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 like part of that job enough hmm. i think there's yeah. uh, like she said that there's not even enough training for that happening such that we would uh, we would get to a point where we have enough storytellers who are focused on different subjects um i've definitely read some uh, very nice books recently uh, for my daughter where uh, math concepts science concepts are are being introduced using stories but i haven't been able to find um, very good content for older kids and and that's why um, my initial question that do you think uh, storytelling for for complex concepts gets harder or or is it that kids as they grow up they stop finding storytelling um, fascinating at all so what are your thoughts about that mira do you mm-hmm. think as kids grow up um they they don't find stories as fascinating um so i i, I don't agree with that i think that uh, at no matter what age you are um mm-hmm. because you are human you will always find stories interesting you know and uh, like I, i see my grandfather and he is a voracious reader he's always like you you'll have to look for him in his room because there's always a pile of books like covering him somewhere so he still reads he's read all the books in his library he read rereads them and uh, he's close to 90 now so uh, you know even at that age i know that stories are interesting to people um like 
right now of course in the entertainment business um you see movies they they are stories you uh, watch shows uh, on netflix on hbo go whatever they are stories again so i think stories are um, a space of engagement that i think is never uh, not going to exist because as humans we love to listen to stories we love the drama we love to be engaged mm. and um, it's it's kind of like going through an experience yourself um just through imagination through listening and through the other senses that you use where uh, while you're watching something reading or listening to a story so um i think stories will be relevant to everyone at all times in their lives just uh, the the palette is different at every stage in your life you know um when you're younger because you have had certain uh, only certain amount of uh, life experiences and because you're still developing certain um, awarenesses uh, there are kind of a different kind of stories and a different palette of storytelling that is applicable to you a simple example is like a uh, uh, say a 5 year old kid would love to watch peppa pig and he or she will watch this episode over 10 times and still enjoy it just as much but if you make the kid watch um i hope you don't but if you make the kid watch game of thrones an episode of game of thrones uh, it, the kid's not going to find it very interesting he's he or she is going to be confused is not going to be able to grasp dialogues as quickly will not be able to understand the nuances of the characters the uh, relationships between the characters um so uh, this is an example of how the palettes are different so which is why different kind of stories appeal to different uh, 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 age groups that's the only difference i think that same kid um who's feeling looking disinterested in class will go home and play fortnite or age of empires and know everything about the history of civilization more than the teacher um in that particular yeah book. that's true um just that's because true. just because that knowledge was embedded in a story versus not but then the point is that that's awesome that 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 age of empires or these uh games and the narratives behind them that they, they take real skill to make and same goes with movies same goes with popular books it's just it's just a hard skill and that's where we are we are as a civilization <laughs> yeah and in like yeah. it's a hard skill and there's not enough encouragement to True. to build that skill so yeah. i think um there's active discouragement thinking- it's like mm-hmm. it's like so it's like if some if some kid um writes poetry in mm-hmm. school i did and um i used to hide my little poetry notebook from my parents mm-hmm. for mul- a multitude of reasons not just for the form but also because of the content <laughs> but um but there was there was nothing uh, about that which would be considered as a kill or an, or or like a positive for my future by any grown up around me um yeah and, as a serious professional choice right career yeah. choice rather yeah yeah I, I, like I, like you would frequently heard like jhola chap as a as a term <laughs> yeah. and yet and yet that poetry skill is literally the same uh, kind of um uh, um 
thing I use when I'm coding or programming. Like I feel like I'm writing a, a poem. It's the same kind of puzzle solving that happens when I'm writing code. And and oh, there's a direct correlation between the two. It's the same kind of expression as well that happens. Wow. I'd love to know more about uh, that. How do you how do you find story in coding? Um, so they're if you think about it, they're literally exactly the same. Looking at it from a certain perspective. So what are you doing in a poem? Um, you're trying to to um, fit a form with the most um, meaningful the most meaningful way to express something that you have in your mind. So it's the the skill that poetry takes is how do you express this thought in your head. of what should happen and how and why into this particular form which is not your spoken language but a certain language with its own rules and that's what code is and that's what you're trying to do when you're coding where you're trying to uh, translate from your thought of what should happen and how into a language that is not your spoken language with its own rules and that translation is where the creativity is where the creativity happens and so the same oh, wow. thing that that made me creative there makes me creative here and same same goes for for jyoti hmm i i feel like wonderful. uh how how we problem solve or or how we find a way to uh create a a flow of steps or a flow of solutions interconnected which ultimately resolve the problem that we are trying to solve in the code so the even the algorithm or how you go about doing it is is very similar um is what i felt for myself oh wow that's <laughs> lovely and it, it it does make sense now that you say you know coding is a language at the end of the day and it it has its function as any language does and it, it it's wonderful i'd never i'd never thought of it like that <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what um makes me think uh, again that that this lack of encouragement for uh for this complete um aspect of storytelling which which helps in personality development which helps you in uh creative thinking um in in finding ways to express yourself um in ways to share ideas is is totally missing and as he said uh, as anup just said that it it's in fact discouraged i haven't even read so, my course book how can i read a novel yeah that's that's what we yeah <laughs> uh, stories are an experience in themselves so they're easy to remember quickly certain things you you know you mug up you by heart like they do in india like a lot of things i remember in school i got through my boards by really mugging up my syllabus you know i didn't learn a lot from it uh is just short term memory that got me through but i think stories will uh give you that experience and therefore stick on in your memory and form habit form true learning where then you after having learned certain things you can move up from just that learning and put it into action so it doesn't doesn't just end at learning story will just help you start just help you remember that's very well said and, and to that last point here's proof that stories help us get learn science tell me what i'm talking about my very educated mother just told us nine planets the nine planets mercury venus earth mars oh, my very yes. educated mother just told us <laughs> jupiter 
Saturn just said to us, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, nine planets, nine. Oh, lovely. Yes. Planets yes. is gone now. Pluto yeah. is not a planet planets anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, but this, this is the only way I can remember those nine different words in a sequence. So. Yeah, absolutely. This is also a story. You know, you remember that sentence because you uh, think of it as a little snippet of a story and that's <laughs> that's a uh, that's what aids you into remembering the abbreviation and the planets therefore yep. so, so now somebody needs yes. to go in and do that for for all the subjects and whoever does it <laughs> will be another euclid <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I, that's how i learned the um, the elements chart as well we had a beautiful chemistry teacher who uh, made an abbreviation of all the elements ke he li be you know and that's how we remembered helium and uh, all of everything in that sequence because he told us a story about hey he and lee is a girl and b is the babe so you know he created this wild story that helps us remember the elements in the in the, in the cool. table so <laughs> um so since storytelling uh, and and content creation around storytelling is um is so impressive it's it can be so helpful uh, we would like to know your favorite examples where uh, where storytelling has been used for learning by others whether it's a show a game any kind of content and you think it's it's been done really well and you would like to uh, recommend mm-hmm. so um we recently worked on a show called um, chamki ki duniya and this was in collaboration with sesame street and uh-huh. uh, so we created a character for india and her name is chamki and she is the protagonist of our show and the the main intention is to create a fun show that also uh, teaches kids a lesson with every story um so one of the episodes uh, was about chamki and her friends and about the fact that each person in chamki's world is different in their own ways and how accepting everyone's uh, uniqueness is is beautiful and you don't discriminate because someone is different because someone looks different or behaves a little different or has a different accent perhaps so this is this was an episode about diversity similarly there are a lot of such topics that the show covers uh, through one season and uh, every episode has a song uh, once chamki learns uh, about something she solves a problem then uh, there's a beautifully song a beautifully produced song that plays with the lyrics uh, that uh, a wonderful lyricist writes so i think that show Uh, we we received such beautiful responses from the parents and from the kids themselves they love the songs and through the words of the song they remember the teachings of the 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 story and chamki as a character we've built her to be very likable fun so she is also become quite popular so i think that show is wonderful for kids to watch and even for parents to watch it, it's it's a really good mix of um entertainment and education and like we like to call it it's edutainment <laughs> kind of um <laughs> then i think uh peppa pig is wonderful uh i mean the the characters are so well mannered uh mm. small um 
know how small understandings of how to just go about life how do you uh, do small things i guess kids really pick up especially very young kids all of that is still new for them you know stepping out of the house meeting a pet for the first time meeting a cat for the first time you know all of these yes. things are so new yeah. and so profound in their life yeah so i think uh, shows like that help them navigate um oswald is a show about this uh, octopus and his small pet dog weeny oswald and weeny go about their life normally and they uh, you know they teach kids how to say cross a road in one episode how to care for a potted plant in their house um so i think that show is also wonderful for young kids oh that's and sesame street is to be a very popular example for um for these kind of learnings uh life yeah. lessons and how to uh, google that out <laughs> i think doordarshan had some popular programs ek tara ंग in how we can and should make it mainstream and learning mediums thank you meera it was really nice speaking with you and we hope to learn more from your ideas and insights in future as well yay <laughs> yay to that cheers future. to that yeah <laughs> until next time it was my pleasure thank you play equals learn equals play bye 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 bye